What up, everybody? Welcome to The Wrap with Maz and Friends, C. Black. Filling in for Maz, who is uh, out of the office today. So I'm in the driver's seat with the Sandman, Brendan Senate, to my right. What up? And newest member of our crew, intern, first day joining us, Ellington Smith. Yes, sir. E. Smith, man, tell everybody about yourself. Uh, 21-year-old from Detroit, Michigan, going into my senior year at Calvin University now, not Calvin College. Where's Calvin located? Grand Rapids, Michigan. Okay, nice. Yep. Just a lover of sports, played basketball in high school. Glad to be on the show. Grand Rapids is a fun town when you can actually go out and enjoy it, right? He's a lover lover of sports and of the ladies (laughs) and of everything. It's all about peace and harmony. He likes Kangles and Adidas. Oh, um, my Nike guy. Likes to keep it. He likes to keep it my real. Nike you know guy. what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> he had hits back in the mid to he's mid great. to late eighties. He's great on, on uh, NCIS. On rap. He's great on NCIS. <laughs> that's uh, my show, uh, actually. Man. LL Smith. Hey, you know what's you know what's funny too is like uh, that's LL's government name too, Smith. See, it fits. Is it man. really? It's, yeah. Oh wow. James yeah. Todd Smith, right? James Todd James Smith. Todd see. Smith. Telling you. What I know about LL is his beef with cannabis. That's about oh, it. Man. So you want to know so a funny LL story? You know how we had Corey Smith on a few weeks yeah. ago, our, our guy from MLB. Yeah. So he grew up in 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 Queens right around the time that LL was coming up, and he told us tells this story of there was like a big bowling alley that was the hangout, and LL and it's funny LL talked about it in some of his cars. LL had this old ass Jeep Wagoneer, mm-hmm. and he had the huge system, and he had the cheetah covered. Uh, upholstery and whatnot, and he said LL would literally just pull into the bowling alley and pull up on the front curb, get out with his get up on, with his with his sweatsuit and his chain, his kangol, and just oh, sit there and boy. kick it. And it, it was like he said it was like it was like the the, the Pied Piper to rats. The girls That's would just come awesome. out of nowhere of, they did. of him bumping. You know, what's your and, name, girl? Yes, right? yeah. I'm Ellington Smith. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Cold boy. So yeah. We're all old enough to remember when, L- well, we are, Clarence, when LL was coming up. <laughs> so, look, fellas, obviously, look, man, we still living in a day and age of crazy social unrest. Uh, we've got the pandemic going on. And the bottom line is just, man, it doesn't seem that either one of them are going away anytime soon throughout all the sports. They're talking about, um, you know, what players are going to do. Are they going to, you know, protest? I think the NBA is talking about putting stuff on on jerseys and things like that. The NFL, week one, going to play the Black National Anthem, which for those of you who are listening that aren't aware, there is a Black National Anthem, and the song is called Lift Every Voice and Sing. I won't sing it for you because I'm a horrible singer. Thank you. That's actually not true. I'm actually like a solid-ass singer. <laughs> only, in, only in the shower from what your wife but tells I'm still, us. I'm still, I'm still not going to sing it for you. Um. B, I'll ask you as the, uh, you know, as the whitey. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm joking. Don't, don't no, nobody, no, good, no yeah, emails, no, no, no letters. No, 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 no Garrett Morris uh, type humor dude. here. We're I good. Love this dude. Um, as our resident Caucasian, well, how do you feel about that, man? Does not affect me at all. I feel like that this country's made of, we're supposed to be able to, you know, um, we all supposed to come from different backgrounds. I mean, that's what's so funny is like people. That's what blows my mind is America's supposed to be this melting pot. It's we're all this whole country's built up on immigrants, 
my nana's an immigrant right off the boat from Ireland. You know, I could become an Irish citizen. Dude. So this funny thing of like, you know, when when people act superior to whatever, we're all from somewhere else. I mean, get off your high horse. So if if people are allowed to, you know, use the freedom that this country's given them, then they should do it. You know, the, the, unfortunately, and I don't want to turn this into a political debate. I mean, even with the situation with with NASCAR, you know, the the president, the current president, has such a old, warped minded way of thinking that when this stuff happens he always makes it controversial you know he yeah. took he took his shot at the nfl guys that that knelt and he went as far as didn't he call them sons of bitches or something like yeah. that yeah, it, it all it no matter what happens it's like he makes it worse you know the metaphorical stepping on your you know what he specializes in that and like i said i don't you know we're not turning this to who you're going to vote for or who you should vote for i you know that's that's between you and 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 yourself and God, but you know that that's the one thing that has to change is like just the flow of negativity where you know God forbid somebody speaks their mind and 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 uses that freedom. Sure, if you use it to be, you know, a uh, a social you know a, a knucklehead and you're going to vandalize stuff or you're going to attack people or blow up cop cars or whatever it is, that's taking it too far. But you should be able to, you know, that's what America is supposed to be made of, that you're supposed to be able to speak your mind, be free, to have your own opinions. It's the First Amendment, and everyone seems to have a problem, no matter where, in some demographic, you know. And it's funny, I mean, I, I you know, I'm middle-aged now, and, and really none of it bothers me. I, you know, I, I just, it bothers me that I'm raising kids in the world, and, and you and Corey, again, to reference when we had Corey on, told stories about the things and I'm, I'm sure Ellington has heard these conversations from his folks, yeah. you know, that just blows my mind. And what's funny is even growing up, you know, I grew up in Rochester, um, you know, and I, I had, you know, African-American friends from all over the area and, and I've, I gotten pulled over for the proverbial, you know, driving DWB, <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I got pulled over in, in Clawson, Tiny ass Clawson, you know, two mile wide radius Clawson. Right. Me and a couple of buddies, who happen to be black, yeah. wanted to get some Taco Bell after we were. What, I don't yeah, even know what no I even Taco what the, Bell, man. Yeah, I don't even yeah. know what the hell we were doing that night. We weren't even right. causing trouble. I don't even think we were drinking. Right. We were just coming back from. I think we were at a party, and right. we just wanted some food. We we knew to be smart, and we literally in. I mean, how in the how in the hell? I mean, so I'm I'm nineteen at the time, twenty. How in the hell do you get pulled over in the Taco Bell drive-thru? You're not speeding. Like, you obviously ran our plates. Like, my tags weren't expired. You know, what was funny was, because I was underage, that was, I think, what set it off was. I mean, and I I just had like a, like a, it wasn't even like I had a nice car at the time. I had like a Taurus or something, a Tempo. And my buddy was driving, who was 20, 23. And, you know, because he was of age. And boom, flipped the lights on and gave us the third degree. You know, and I'm sitting there like this. What are we doing? I'm like, this is my car, you know, and it was, you know, a white cop in Clawson and just he was just giving us crap. And it's like, I mean, he he, he put he did all that. He made my friend do all the all the sobriety tests. I mean, he was because I mean, this was this is way back in the day. This is the world before Uber and stuff like that. Like yeah. you, you had to have a designated driver. You were calling a cab. So he didn't drink that night. Like he kept it mellow. He wasn't a big drinker, anyways. We're just trying to get our get get our grub on it. 
1.30 in the morning or whatever time it was, you know, 1 o'clock in the morning. And you flip the lights on just to find out what we were doing. What were we doing? And it's not like, it's friggin' Clawson. It ain't like it's Beverly Hills. I mean, you know, not that that would make it right. But you get my point? Like, For sure. And, and so that that then was like, wow, man. And that, that we still have to deal with this stuff in 2020. That, you know, you have to warn your kids. A guy like Corey has to warn his kids like, hey, this is what you do when the cops pull you over. That's mind-boggling to me. Ellington, what about you, man? I mean, obviously, I know I've heard your dad speak on it and um you know for people who don't know your dad uh sonny is pastor detroit church word up detroit church it's a church but i mean look man you grew up in the city um and i know you grew up in a value-based home um this has happened to me but you know just to to the original question when you heard that the nfl was doing this as a black man what was what was your thought my thing is so that now I think it's just it's like a pandering a little bit, you know, like to have the black national anthem. Now he's saying like, oh, players they can kneel now. <laughs> it's like so. What happened a couple of years ago when all the owners were telling their players, absolutely not under any circumstances can you kneel, and where Kaepernick was blackballed, will he get an apology? You know, it's just there's certain things that you have to do to make it seem real and authentic. I think, and that hasn't been done yet. You know, I, I I was trying to think of the words I wanted to use to describe how I felt about this, and I just keep coming back to like it's some bullshit. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like it's bullshit. Like it. Listen, man, it it I, the black national anthem is something that I learned when I was in uh, Detroit public schools when I was younger. But I'm not going to sit here and tell you that it it resonates for me in a way that. It might for someone else. Most people aren't even aware of it, and I think that it is. It it pandering is a great word because the fact of the matter is that I don't know what is your intent to unify. I don't think it's going to unify. It's not going to have the unifying um, effect that I think somebody thinks it might. Why the hell, I, it, dude? It, you you playing a black national anthem? Most people didn't even know there was one. And what is your intent that? that white people are going to go, hey, you know what? Yeah. They don't know the words. <laughs> but even if they knew the words, like, yeah, you you going to play one anthem and then another? Like, that's some shit you do. Like, I get it, when it's Canada. Yeah, exactly. I, okay, got it. Right. Or the Olympics or something like that. Like, to me, this is, I, I get the thought behind it, but this kind of goes back to what I was saying, B, about being culturally clueless and not having somebody... I, I have to believe this. There was no one black in the room when they made the decision because that I would have raised my hand like, no, 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 right. no. Like, great idea. Yeah. No. And then you're doing it for week one. So what you're basically saying is, you know what? It's important that we do this out the, the gate. Beginning. And then but that's it. One time. Do it again. It's one time. Yeah. Like, no, man. Listen, man. I, I, no, 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 no. I'm telling you as a black man that I learned the song, but I cannot tell you if I'm being honest. And I hate that word, if I'm being. You should always be honest. I can't tell you honestly the the times where I've thought, oh, this is the place for this song. And I'm not being, and I'm not trying to be stupid when I say that, but it's like, I don't know that there has been given context to here's the times you play it. You know what I'm saying? So why add it to a place that it is completely and totally unwar- it is not warranted there. 
here's my thing. I don't, and I and I, I said this to family and friends when when the controversy was happening, and I went to a I went to a sporting event right around the time. Ironically, it was it was Patriots Panthers at Gillette Stadium. I didn't have a very good time that day. Um, my whole thing is, and and look at you know I I texted you on on. Uh, on Friday, CB, and you know people that I knew in the military, and of course, you're extremely grateful for anyone that's defended our country. But my whole thing is, I always kind of wondered this too when I was little. Why the hell do we play the anthems at sporting events, anyways? Hey, that was one of the things, Maz and I, we were talking about, man. Like you know it, and the crazy thing about this is, all it does is open up the criticism. So now there are people online. And you're not going to win this argument if you're white and you criticize the black. Because now you're like, oh, you're criticizing the black national anthem. And it's like, but I'm telling you, man, this has no, this is no place being played on that field. Because the fact of the matter is, like, it is by its very nature exclusionary. By its very nature. Yeah. Its very nature. It is, it is divisive because it is something that is, it invokes, it invokes that time in which it was being played to uplift the people that needed it. And now, and, and that's great, but not there. It's the, it's the environment, man, that I have the problem with. And it just opens up the door for more criticism and the more criticism, especially on social media where people can be so evil and they are, and they have been evil, man. The responses right. of the responses about this thing have been so visceral. Even when people think they're being polite about it, Black national anthem. See, here's the problem: black people need their own anthem. It's like, no, man. The anthem was created as a rallying cry when we didn't at a time we didn't have civil freaking rights. Sure. Yeah. And that's my whole thing is like about about the anthem in general. You know, I mean, I get it when it's the Olympics and it's the inter- it's international competition and like you know, country A wins the gold and whatever event that makes sense to me. You know, you you know, I mean, originally, obviously, it was a symbolism for for winning a battle but i mean it's a freaking sporting event do we really need to hear do we really need to hear the national anthem when when the uh, the pistons play the bulls okay. no we, we both know both teams we know where chicago and detroit are <laughs> like you know what i mean like you could you know it's a you know a third grade geography you know where those two cities are i mean give me a you know what i mean and then i'm not and, I, and god i love america i mean it's the only country i could ever live in and it's the greatest country on earth it's really effed up right now okay. but you know, between, like I said, all this, you know, um, the, the the tension and, and, and you know, the police and, and obviously the pandemic, you know, 2020, you know, F2020, you know, I mean, 2020 is cancel culture, right? you know, but to me, it just never made sense. Okay, okay, damn it, you know, I got to take my hat off and I got to stop eating my hot dog now. I'm, I'm, it's a beautiful night. And I'm sitting here watching the Tigers and whoever, and I got to stop what I'm doing where I want to wolf this hot dog down before the game starts so I can sit and watch the game. Like, okay, you know, I just, there's there's not a war going on here. There's not, we're not winning an actual battle. You know, we know we all live in America, you know, and, and the thing that, I mean, in baseball is the biggest hypocrisy ever because 85%, like with the NFL, yeah. 85% of the players are like Dominican or, or Latin American. Non-whites. So they're, yeah. they're right. They're not even, they're not even from the U.S. So, you know what I mean, man, you're it, doing it for the fans, and do the fans? Do, I mean, are, do most people think like me? That come on, man, I just want to drink this beer. It's a beautiful night. I want to sit down, watch this game. It's it's uh, you know, who's a good pitcher on the Tigers? Off the top of your head, <laughs> I don't know. The young kid against Norris, Garrett Cole. Norris I want to watch this. There. You know, okay. Um, 
Why? So Ellington, let me get to you on this because so your generation, man, is the okay. And I don't and I I don't mean to keep lumping you into this, but I, I mean they it. say look, your generation's the hey man, like they can't take a joke, very sensitive. But listen, I mean you know we talk about cancel culture. People are talking about canceling the following: Chiefs, <laughs> Indians, Braves, Seminoles, Redskins. Yeah. So in this day and age of just complete and total, I guess we're at zero tolerance for for racism for any ism. Yeah. Where do you come out on on all this, especially with the name change? Well, as far as the name change, I feel like I'm not. Maybe I'm not aware, but I think the Redskins is the one that's like the slur. You know, like that's like an actual divisive word. Redskins, as opposed to maybe Chiefs or no title. Seminoles. Those are more titles. Chief, chief, chief. The chief is the highest, the highest ranking Indian, and the Brave was more of a soldier, warrior, warrior. Yep. Yep. And the Seminole is an actual tribe. Exactly. Seminole tribe. So it seems like Redskin, that's the one I, that's got to go. The slur. Like, that's the one that's got to go. The other ones, I'm not sure. I, that, I would have to listen to maybe a Native American person and their views on that and how they how that word makes them feel to make a sort of judgment. But the Redskins one, that seems like, even though maybe it's unlikely because of their owner, who we all know. But the Indians, man. The Cleveland Indians? The Atlanta Braves? I mean, do you yeah. really? Have you ever... Th- I, have you ever thought about that? No. So are they going to ch- are they going to be the Cleveland Native Americans? Yeah. Is that their lo- I think their them? logo is the problem. Well, right. they got rid yeah. of the logo. Chief Wahoo, Chief yeah. Wahoo's Chief gone. Chief Wahoo's gone. Chief Wahoo's yeah. gone. But the Braves are talking about not doing the tomahawk chop, and you know, it, and I'm and so let me let me start by saying obviously none of us are Native American. Yeah. But I think what we're talking about is just the overall point of tolerance and sure. what is and what is acceptable mm-hmm. in 2020 has been a bastard. But it is also forced everybody to reevaluate just civility and, yeah. and what is right. Do you think that we are going to eventually see Chiefs, Indians, Braves, Seminoles go away? Redskins, we know that's happening. Right. It seems like it's going that way. And then what's going to happen in five years? I mean, who obviously God knows where the hell we're all going to be in five years. But I mean, are we going to are we going to are we going to take it another level? And that are the animal rights activist people going to come out? I mean, what, what the hell are you going to do for a mascot now? You know, you know, I the San Jose Sharks. I don't think are they talking about the hammerhead or are they talking about the great white or what is it? You know, I mean, like. The, the Bears, the Chicago Bears. Is this a grizzly bear or is it a well, black bear or is it? So that's how you know, I felt. People are gonna about, freak listen, out. I I feel like man, look, when you open a door for certain things, you open a door for everything. And what I don't want to happen is I, if you are Native American or you are Hispanic or you are an Irish American or Italian American, all of a sudden now it's going to be like, well, you know, they played the Black National Anthem. Now is it every week we're going to get a different version of some races or some nationalities, um, you know, song? Sure. Yeah. I mean, is it going to be Hispanic and German American and this and every single? I, I I get the point, but this is why you have to have diversity in your workplace. You have yeah. to have diver- You have because someone had to be the person to raise a hand and go. We are not going to do the Black National Anthem. <laughs> and if we only do it in week one, we look crazy. So let's just not do it. You're going to look ridiculous 
and I and, and mark my words, you're gonna have a problem. You're gonna have you're going to have somebody that does something or says something or you're gonna have somebody stand up and turn their back and and, and black people in the that are in attendance are gonna get pissed off because somebody, you know, disrespected the anthem. It's you're just you're all you're inviting is discord. But- yeah, I mean, that's why it seems like pandering because it's like, what else are you doing? Are you changing yeah. your hiring practices or right. are you having different coaches and different people as owners? Yes. Like, what's actually going on? Or is it just yeah. you're changing the national anthem? Like, who cares? I mean, the way you change the NFL, don't don't play the black national anthem. Like, give me a black owner. Yeah, right. Like, that's how you change or, or decision makers, opportunities to be at the table. Same thing you talked about with Corey, man. It's all people want is an opportunity to be at the table and then you don't have to do the this stupid shit because this is this is stupid this is this is literally stupid man i've talked to black friends of mine and and i kid you not one of them was like dude i don't even remember the words sure i didn't even know what song it was i mean and that's just because that's just that's just honest man well i mean look at how how long is how long has saturday night live been on the air 40 plus years yeah something like that okay so in that in their forty plus years, right? They've they've with different cast members, they've they've lampooned every single yeah, everything. culture, you know. And and it's funny, I, you know. I sit here and laugh as as a, as an Irish guy, you know. I mean, I remember they did one of their commercials, and it was like Irish drinking songs or something. <laughs> so like, you know, one of those funny commer- you know, right. lampooning yeah. type commercials, yeah. and it was like, yeah. and you know, what's funny is like, I don't take offense to it because you know what? As an Irish American, I've been to a hell of a lot of par- parties. Irish bars and whatever, and you know what? I would say fifty percent of the time, a fight breaks out with somebody. It's an uncle or a crazy cousin or something. There's a you know somebody has too much to drink, and and that's you know. But like I don't I don't get all bent out of shape about you know. And then you you made the joke with the with the oh, I'm the resident whitey on the show. I mean, I'm a classic Garrett Morris yeah, bit. Yeah. You know, he's gonna get the shotgun and kill all the whiteies he sees. I mean, that was a great bit. When, when did that? When did we hit that that thing where? Some people couldn't just laugh stuff off anymore. When did that stop? You know, that's was it. The, was it the late nineties? Was it? I, and I'm not I trying to make light of any of this. No, no, no. no, it's no just but I think the whole... there's trying to be there's trying to be funny, and then there's just being culturally clueless. Yeah, right. Like the NFL yeah. is. This is not this, and this isn't Dave Chappelle or Seinfeld. This isn't a good comedian making us look inward, which is what comedy is supposed to do. Comedy makes you look inward and makes us yeah. laugh at our own. This is. The NFL seriously saying that one of our attempted solutions is going to be we're going to play the Black National Anthem in week one. And my, my point to that is, like, literally, if that was a joke, it it, it wouldn't be funny as a joke. Sure. I mean, it's just, it's just not funny. It's not appropriate. It's not anything yeah. except a bad idea. I mean, this is just a really shitty idea. Right. But you're, you're on it, though. I mean, it's... When is the NFL? I mean, you know, they have, you know, um, Khan down in, in in Jacksonville. You know, um, there's there's some, you know, what's the what's the politically correct word? Not I don't want to say foreign. You know, non-American. There's a few of those owners. Um, foreign. Yeah. Right. I mean, damn. Look, we can't say foreign. Yeah. I don't know. Foreign's fine. Yeah. Foreign's fine. Okay. Yeah. Just check. Even maybe not like, like. Yeah. Foreign is fine. Maybe yeah, not like is. ethnic. I can't. I think that's the. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the. Like, we need Ellington to give us like we're yeah, dinosaurs. I'm like, what the hell? Like, yeah. What should like, I say? Man, yeah. I he's from. He's from another country. I'll be your screening. Don't worry. Okay. All right. Yeah. There we go. Check with our millennial. Like. Yeah. But I mean, we said that a couple weeks ago. You know, MJ owns. The Bobcats or the Hornets or whatever. Yeah. Um, 
we need an African American owner in the NFL. Do you think that seat at the table and and take it from there? Do you think that? So my other take is that I don't need to watch. So I'm already got. I already got to watch NBA games in the bubble. I don't need to be reminded while I'm watching the games about Black Lives Matter because it's ever present. Sure. You know what I'm saying? It's ever present. So I don't need to see quotes on jerseys or anything like that. I mean, what's your take on it? Do you do you feel like that they need to do something? They need to say something? Or do you like there's no point in my life as a black man where I don't I'm not aware it's out there. Yeah. But if I'm turning in to watch the game and like I don't need them to remind me, like, oh, by the way, it's like, dude, I yeah. got it. Like I, feel I like, get it, I got it. Yeah, I think like it's okay. Like especially you know back then when they all initially after the killing of I think it was Eric Gardner George, when yeah. they were oh yeah I, yep, I, can't, I can't breathe shirts. I right. thought that was cool. You know it was like unifying and making a statement yeah. and things like that. I think I can see, but I think it's just certain times where it's like we just we want real change. You know like we don't yeah. want. Like, we want to see black owners, you know? We yeah. want to see, even, like, the music business. Like, we want to see, we want to profit off of our own culture, basically, right. is what it happens to be. Like, we want to be in those positions of power. And so, yeah, putting something on the jerseys, it'll be cool and things, but as long as there's more, you know? Yeah, and see, I'm, man, I'm, I'm, that is 100% how I feel. At the end of the day, anything that does not involve sus- substantive change is pointless is pandering and i get it man the players want to they want to have a voice i i understand all of that basketball is basketball i think there's a place and a time to have a voice and to me like Kyrie and those guys were saying like hey we should not play and then use our voice like not playing is our voice yeah. to me when you decide to play that's a place that people want to go i want to get away from this shit i just want to watch basketball yeah i just want to watch sports I just in general watch sports man yeah. i want to get away and i know that may people may be shocked to hear me a black man say that hey look this shit is in my face every day when i watch the games man i want to be away from it so hey but we could keep talking about this uh we got to wrap it up listen thank you to uh angel and dave behind the glass stevie mac at home maz man we miss you good job ellington uh, maz will be back congratulations to ellington smith man you got past your first first couple shows you, it, you feel good i do man be sent it thank you for joining us man folks Thanks hey for join me. us next time next for Tuesday. another episode of the rap with maz and friends here on nrm streamcast <laughs>